Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Chicago's all-news station. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM and WBBMNewsRadio.com. Good afternoon, I'm Lisa Fielding. And I'm Keith Johnson with the top stories on the WBBM Afternoon News Update. ISIS says it's responsible for a string of deadly bombings in Sri Lanka. The latest is next from CBS News. The brothers once linked to a reported attack on Empire actor Josie Smollett and taking the actor's lawyers to court. This is Bernie Tafoya, an organization that helps people turn their lives around in Aurora. Says a convicted killer will stay there for the time being. WBBM Sports. This is Jeff Joniak, the latest on the Bears preparations for the NFL draft on Thursday. We'll hear from general manager Ryan Pace. Cubs host the Dodgers. White Sox are in Baltimore. On the market watch today, Dow closing up 145 points. NASDAQ up in record territory, up 105 at 81.20. The S&P also up 25 at 29.33. The news watch continues. It's 3.31. CBS News Update. There may have been a more ominous force behind Sunday's terror bombings in Sri Lanka than a local militant group. ISIS says it planned and staged the attack. CBS's Cammie McCormick. Islamic State posted a video of eight men. All but one had their faces covered. Earlier, it released their names and their locations during the attacks. None of this has been verified, but Sri Lankan authorities say there may be a link. And a National Security Council spokesman said the U.S. is looking into the ISIS claim and is working closely with Sri Lankan authorities. FBI agents are on the ground there. The death toll stands at 320. Correspondent Elizabeth Palmer is in Nagambo. We've stood here today and seen funeral procession after funeral procession, mothers, fathers, little children uh, in that church on Easter morning, there was a youth choir singing, and uh, it's believed that every single one of those kids was killed. CBS News Update. I'm Jim Shannon. The two brothers who say they helped Jussie Smollett stage a racist and homophobic attack are now suing the attorneys for the Empire Actor for defamation. Gloria Schmidt says she and other attorneys for Ola and Bola Oshindero filed the 16-page lawsuit against Smollett's lawyers, Mark Garagos and Tina Glandon. My city, my police department, and my clients all deserve to have their reputations restored. She says the brothers have tremendous regret for their part in what she calls a publicity stunt, but says they had no role in defrauding police. Attorney Gregory Kulis says the Oshinderos have suffered financially from this. They can't get jobs right now. They're having uh, issues trying to make ends meet. Smollett's attorneys call the lawsuit comical, saying it's a desperate attempt by the brothers to further profit from an attack they admit they perpetuated. Nancy Hardy, News Radio on 105.9 FM. Police have released a recording of the 911 call that a Crystal Lake man made when he found that his five year old son AJ was missing last week. Andrew Friend tells the operator that he and the boy's mother looked everywhere for him in the house and outside. We canvassed the neighborhood. I went to the local park. Um, 
local gas station down here where we sometimes take them to buy treats. Police are still searching a nearby park and using sonar equipment to search ponds in the area. They've asked neighbors for surveillance video in the hunt for clues about the boy's disappearance. A West Suburban ministry that houses a notorious convicted killer says he will remain where he is for now. There was a public uproar when it was learned a few weeks ago that 58-year-old Thomas Cocorales would be living in Aurora at the Wayside Cross Ministries. Cocorales was part of the so-called Ripper Crew and killed a 21-year-old woman in 1982. He served half of his 70-year sentence and was released. Now Wayside Cross Ministry says it will keep Cocorales as it seeks to find a solution that will ease the community's concerns, but also allow Cocorales to continue receiving the help he's seeking. Bernie Tafoya, News Radio on 105.9 FM. The winner of a trustees election in South Suburban Sock Village has been decided by a coin toss. We're here to do something that I wish we didn't have to do. Cook County Clerk Karen Yarbrough was preparing to flip a coin to determine who would be one of the new trustees in Sauk Village. Candidates Gary Bell and Beth Zupon each had 288 votes. Bell won the drawing to call the toss and pick tails. I'm calling tails. Congratulations. It went his way, but he says he never expected a coin toss. Election night, there was heartbreak. And there was, there, you know, you were winning, and the next thing you know, you were down. But people spoke. Beth Zupan says record low turnout led to this. That says something to all of us. We have to all find a way to get everybody to care about what goes on in our community. Bell promises to work with his friend Beth. In the loop, Craig Delamore, News Radio on 105.9 FM. Powerball's latest multimillionaire lives in Wisconsin. 24-year-old Manuel Franco has come forward to claim his $768 million jackpot. I honestly felt so lucky that I did look at, at the camera. And I really wanted to wink at it because I, I just had that lucky feeling. And, uh, Franco told reporters today he stopped at a gas station in New Berlin to buy the tickets. Senior presidential advisor Jared Kushner suggested today that special counsel Robert Mueller's, Mueller's investigation was more harmful to the U.S. than Russian meddling in the 2016 election. Yeah, if you look at the magnitude of what they did and what they accomplished, I think the ensuing investigations have been way more harmful to our well, country. I mean, at an interview with Time magazine, Kushner described Russian meddling as, quote, a few Facebook ads. The Boy Scouts of America being accused of concealing massive sex abuse allegations spanning decades. Attorneys for the victims claim the Scouts kept a record of more than 7,000 people in so-called perversion files. Attorney Jeff Anderson for the victims believe there are more. We don't know if there are still Scout leaders and Scout masters. All we know is that the Boy Scouts of America know, and they chose to keep that secret. That's what we know. In a statement, the Boy Scout says, quote, nothing is more important than the safety and protection of children in scouting. Every outrage that there have been times when individuals take advantage of our programs to abuse innocent children. Something was definitely fishy at a children's fishing contest in Mississippi. 300 kids took part, but just a few caught any catfish. The Parks and Recreation Director knew something was up when fish began floating to the surface of the lake. He later determined that's because a contractor stocked with 1,700 diseased and dying catfish. And a reminder, the only place to stream WBBM is on the Radio.com app. You can download it and listen wherever you go. I'm Chris Crydell. WBBM means business. Now on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, get updates on business every day at 25 and 55 past each hour. And every weekday at noon, we present the WBBM Noon Business Hour. Here's an interview from today's program. 
Investing 60 minutes each weekday toward planning for the future. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Kohl's and Amazon are upping their partnership. We're going to cover that in our next segment. Right now, the report on sales of new homes is leading today's data. We are joining Brian Wickert, president and owner of Acunet Mortgage in Waukesha, Wisconsin. And Brian is also a sponsor here on WBBM. Welcome back to the Noon Business Hour, Brian. Um, Tell us uh, what you have learned. All right. Well, you know, uh, housing starts and housing sales, and particularly the starts, which is the most important thing to look at, uh, were down on a seasonally adjusted basis. And here's what matters. Let's talk about the Midwest and Chicago, because there is really no such thing as a national housing market. So in the Midwest, according to the uh, Census Bureau, housing starts were down a whopping 41% in March of 2018. Uh, if you're looking at buying stock in a Midwest home builder, maybe that's an important number to know. Let's boil this down to Chicago. According to a survey by a firm called Metro Study, annual home starts in the entire Chicago metro area totaled just 6,364 units for the entire year in 2018. That compares to 114,000 uh, existing home sales. So you can tell by that contrast New home sales and starts in Chicago are just really a pimple on the overall residential real estate landscape here in Chicagoland. And we're we're also talking about, uh, you know, the economy in the Chicago area at large. Well, the economy is doing great, but here's another interesting thing. When we look at that larger portion of the residential real estate landscape, the existing home sales, those numbers are also just out for March. Nationwide, they're down 5.4%. Uh, however, you really got to dig in uh, to your local market. Nobody wakes up and says, hey, I'm going to buy a house somewhere in the United States of America, right? They don't even say, I'm going to buy a house somewhere in the nine-county Chicago area. They drill down and say, you know, I want to buy a 500000 or a $800,000 house in Winnetka. And so if you look at the numbers from the Illinois Association of Realtors, uh, home sales, existing home sales in the nine-county metro area were down 10% in March, so that's almost double the national drop in home sales. For the first three months of the year, they're down 8%. took the average seller 52 days to get from the listing to closing, which is exactly the same as last year. The bright spot for home shoppers in Chicagoland is that inventory is about 2% higher than a year ago in March. So that means there is currently a four-month supply of homes available for sale, and that is considered a balanced market. Now, it seems like, uh, at least over the last couple of reports, there's been a difference in existing home sales uh, versus new home sales. What What do you make of that? What might drive a consumer, someone who wants a home, what might drive them to one or the other? Well, for one thing, there are sure, at least let's just talk in Chicago, there are a ton more uh, existing homes available for sale. And, you know, part of the problem we have in Chicago and up in the Milwaukee area where we're headquartered is we are missing half of our metropolitan area compared to a place like Dallas. It's called Lake Michigan. And so you can't build east of downtown, right? So there is an extreme shortage of land. And remember, when you go to build right now, there's a shortage of land. There's the expense of getting the uh, legal permits of doing that. And then there's also a short supply of labor and lumber and all the other building and materials. So people are finding right now that expensive proposition to buy new construction existing. Yeah, you might not get exactly what you want, but it's going to be a much more um, 
economically efficient purchase. Now, rates have been uh, literally, I mean, historic lows for a long time now. But as you're interacting with people, talking with them about maybe getting a mortgage or or a refi, uh, is the fact that they have ticked up, even though they're still historically low, is the fact that they've uh, ticked up, is that giving some people pause, maybe psychologically, it just feels like a house is more expensive? Absolutely not. And the reason is that buying a house is not really an economic decision for the most part. It's a uh, family situation, right? You you buy a house because you're starting a family or you're downsizing. You buy a house because you get, you're getting married. We're seeing a ton of millennial first-time home buyers. And so whether the rate is 4%, which is where it was uh, three weeks ago when we had the very nice dip, right now it's at four and a quarter. If you're willing to pay half a percent on a 30-year fixed rate loan in the Chicago area, that doesn't make any difference to the home shopper. If you want to buy a house, that quarter point difference doesn't matter. Now, back in late 2018, right in December, we were tickling 5%. Well, maybe then you start to get a little resistance. But at these levels, which are expected to remain level for the rest of 2019, no impediment whatsoever for home buying. Brian Wickert, thanks. Always good to have you on the show. Brian is president and owner of AccuNet Mortgage. Be sure to tune in for business reports at 25 and 55. And for the WBBM Noon Business Hour, either online at wbbmnewsradio.com slash audio or on air at News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.